Hi, this is Mark Grabe, and welcome to episode 17 of the podcast. It's February 6, 2015. I hope you're enjoying this series. If you've got any feedback or comments, please shoot me an email, mark at leanblog.org. Today's post is titled, The Productivity Paradox of Healthcare IT and the ROI Paradox of Kaizen. I've been reading a preview copy of the upcoming book. Uh, it's due out in April by Dr. Bob Wachter, and it's called The Digital Doctor. It's, uh, it's a fantastic book. It provides a real world and I, I think even-handed take on healthcare IT, including electronic medical record and electronic health record systems, or EMR and HMR. You know, what's the promise of this technology? What works? What potential is unmet and what fails miserably? It's it's a really great read. And I'm really excited. I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Walker soon for my podcast series about patient safety and lean and his book. And there's one, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff in the book. But there's one section I'm going to talk about here today. Uh, it references one of my MIT professors, Eric Brynjolfsson. And Brynjolfsson wrote about what's called, quote, the productivity paradox. Um, it says this here from Dr. Walker's book. Given the power and range of information technology, one would think that its implementation would rapidly and predictably lead to a sharp uptick in productivity. Yet in the 1980s, economists began to notice something strange. Companies and industries ranging from manufacturing to accounting were fervently installing computers, but productivity appeared to be stagnant. What was wrong? In a seminal 1993 article, Brynjolfsson coined the term productivity paradox to describe this phenomenon. While he considered several possible explanations, he settled on two main ones. The first, our systems for measuring productivity weren't up to the task. The second, like a safe deposit box, unlocking IT's potential requires the turning of two keys, the technology itself and the redesign of the surrounding environment. So it means... You know, productivity doesn't come just from the technology, but from changing the way you work. And so it could be that IT systems fail to deliver their promise or we're just not measuring and describing the benefits properly. You know, a cynic might say, well, stop defending that failed system. And an IT enthusiast might say, well, don't be so closed minded about how you define success. There's, a, there's an interesting line uh, from Brynjolfsson where he says, a shortfall of evidence is not evidence of a shortfall. I think that's really interesting. A shortfall of evidence is not evidence of a shortfall. So that got me wondering if there's a Kaizen paradox or maybe more broadly, a lean paradox. If these approaches are adopted, we'd expect to see big advances in safety, quality, waiting times, cost, and, and a better workplace. But sometimes an organization unfortunately can't really point to any benefits of lean even after a few years. Is that a measurement problem, an execution problem, or a matter of focusing on the wrong things? You know, doing lots of training and maybe 5Sing the nurses stations might not provide any you know, tangible financial benefit, at least in the short term. Well, some might say, you know, we're building new capabilities and developing new ways of thinking, and that's not easily measurable either. But it has to eventually impact the organization and its measures, right? But you know, we often do see great results with lean. You know, many organizations, including in healthcare, uh, are oriented around measuring cost savings and ROI. 
Now, even if you have those results, and, and for example, uh, Franciscan St. Francis Health in Indianapolis has saved millions with Kaizen, and our, our numerous Kinexus customers have documented almost $50 million in savings. Um, but cost savings or bottom line impact is an incomplete view of the benefits of Kaizen or Lean. You know, for example, improved patient satisfaction might have some direct reimbursement impact due to HCAP scores and the incentives that are provided for that. But patient satisfaction might be hard to measure well, perfectly. You know, what's, what's the cost savings from preventing errors, reducing emergency department waiting times, and reducing discharge delays? It's hard to add up or hard to put in the dollar terms. About half of the improvements documented by our Kinex's customers affect quality and or safety, but the definitive re results are often hard to measure. So how do we strike the balance between, quote, doing the right things, unquote, you know, such as engaging staff and improving patient care with the need to measure and demonstrate results? So I'd love to hear what you think. If, if you get a chance, come to the website, leanblog.org slash audio 17. You can post a comment. The text of the blog post is here. And if you can use that URL, if you want to share this with others. And if you've just discovered the series, you can subscribe in a number of ways. Go to leanblog.org slash audio. You can find out how to subscribe through iTunes, through Stitcher, through RSS, uh, whatever you like. So um, as always, thanks for taking time to listen and for reading leanblog.org. Podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com.